Hi, this is Brittany, and I'm here with Mackenzie, and you're listening to Rising Radiant. Thank you for joining us today. Y'all are in for a very big treat. Today, we have Heidi Baker with us, one of our biggest heroes. Heidi is a woman of insane intimacy with the Father. She's a woman who understands that all fruitfulness in our lives does flow from a place of intimacy. Buckle up, because you're in for a great treat. Just crushing, breaking on us, Lord. Brittany and Mackenzie and everybody watching. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, fill us with your love. Fill us with your glory. We want to be completely filled with you. Oh, Abba Daddy, just cover us in your love. Cover us in your goodness, Lord. And Jesus, just Fill us to overflowing with more and more of you. We want oil. Lord, we want oil in our lamps. We want to be the, the oily ones, the shiny ones. Oh, God, right now in this time when the world's shaking, just, just let us be your, your messengers of love and hope and light. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I have a few guests with me. Oh, I love it. I love it. Honey, and the other one's Mimi, and they think they're lap dogs. But they're <laughs> oh, those are beautiful dogs. Heidi. They think they're lap dogs. <laughs> I love it. Heidi, well, thank you so much. Our heart for having you today with us on the podcast of Rising Radiant was just. Um, just to honor you and to highlight um, what the Lord is doing in your life, in your ministry. You have changed both Brittany and I's life in so many ways. And you just model this profound laid down life of power and humility and love. And to just model and um, just compel people to step into the fullness of what God has for them and just pursue intimacy with Jesus at any cost. And so thank you for just being such a radical co-laborer with the Lord and pursuing his presence above all else and pressing in and just allowing him to use you in profound ways. So thank you. And we wanted our listeners to um, just hear a little bit of background of who you are and your story. And so I don't know if you could start off a little bit with that and how you got started with Iris Global sure. and I um I heard about Jesus um, growing up. We went to um, like a formal church once in a while, and uh, everything I knew of him, like I loved God, but I just didn't know him personally. And uh, when I was sixteen, I went to an Indian reservation, American Indian reservation. And I heard the gospel for the first time and I couldn't believe it. Like this Navajo preacher was just like looking at me and he was like, I've always hated white people. I wanted to hold Indian power movements against white people. And the whole like 500 um, Native Americans and me and one lady playing the piano that was also pale. And I'm like, this isn't good. And they said, it's a revival. Somebody said, you need to go to revival. And I didn't know what a revival was. So I'm thinking, I don't like revival is what I thought because it was so scary. And I was like, I want to get out of here. 
but I was, you know, the seats you take when you're not initiative, like I was way in the back middle and he just kept like looking at me. And then I remember him just saying how Jesus came in his heart and changed everything. Like Jesus just gave him love, radical love for everyone. And he looked at me again, like kind of wink, even you, even you little white girl. And uh, I was so thankful that Jesus gave him love because I really felt a bit frightened. And then it was just like, come. And they they must have played the song, Just As I Am, I Come, about nine times. Finally, I couldn't help myself. Nobody else went forward. Nobody, nobody, not one single um, Native American went forward. Nobody. And finally, I just felt like, God himself was like compelling me and I ran and I just fell on my knees and I started weeping and this pastor's wife was like shushed me shushed and I said no I'm a sinner I'm a sinner I need to be saved and God just that day was March 13 he totally filled me with grace and I felt clean for the first time. I felt so clean and just pure and clean. And then this this piano, this lady that was playing the piano said, you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I grew up in Laguna Beach, you know, as a surfer, I grew up on a private beach at a private cove. And I don't know anything about revival I wasn't from the south I was an exchange student and they looked like you know they were from a different country but I said I'm uh, okay if I need Holy Ghost not sure who that is or why I need him but um I'll go and I went to their meeting the next night and their meeting looked more bizarre like can you imagine I, I was 16, I had long blonde hair, wearing my brown skinny jeans and a shirt that was too short. And they're all, all their arms going up. And I'm like, they all had skirts, long skirts, and the guys had short hair. And it was a time of long hair. And like these ladies had these big buns and they're like, holy, holy. And their heads are shaking with this hair. And I'm thinking, this is nuts. I need to get out of here. But I just got saved, which they said, you know, in their southern accent, saved, you got saved. <laughs> now you ghost. I'm like, okay. And the same thing, this creature, I'd never seen anyone like it. He was this, this time is a little white guy, just full of joy. He's like jumping and dancing. He's got a tambourine and he's banging it. And I'm thinking, whoa, either... He's the happiest person I've ever seen in my entire life, or he's a complete hypocrite. I mean, nobody can be that happy. I couldn't believe it. And he's like, praying in tongues. And of course, I'm the only person, I think I was the only new person they'd had there since their own babies in, in like decades. Their own babies. Like nobody went in there but somehow there I was they locked their rusty car when they put me in to get me to this double wide trailer 
where their meeting was, you know? And uh, so I'm like, this is so nuts. And he's like, you need the Holy Ghost. And he's staring at me because I'm the only one that doesn't look, you know, initiated with my skinny jeans and my short shirt and my mascara, you know? I mean, that was all just woo. And so I, I don't know, I felt so strange, but everybody looked at me. The entire church, this church, the whole church was like 30 people. <laughs> that was it. But that was the whole church. They're like looking at me. <laughs> and then I stand and I'm like, okay, I need the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, all 30 of them, wherever, however many there were, around 30 or so, 30, 36, I don't know, I'm not a counter. They like stuck their hands in the head and they all at once. You know, it wasn't the gentle, you know, kind of vineyard, we'll just pray from here or kind of, no, everybody stuck their hands on my head. They all prayed, fill her with the Holy Ghost. And they're all praying. And I'm telling you, the lights went off. Like everything went pitch black Wow. inside of me. Everything went dark. And then this bright light, just this incredible bright light. And I, I opened my mouth and I just started praying in tongues, praying in the spirit. I was knocked out in the spirit. Holy Spirit took me, rolled me up. He rolled me down. I, I was literally a holy roller day two. I'm serious. My parents are Ivory, Bohemians, you know, very upper, middle, very upper, upper. I believe Bohemians on a private cove. And here I am. I call my parents. I'm saved. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. And they're like, get out of there. It's crazy people. We've got a psychologist. They're going to deprogram you. It's okay. I'm like, no. I'm 16. The rebellion kicks in. Good rebellion it was at that time. Because I'm like, no. You said Pharaoh's never quit. That was my maiden name. Pharaoh's never quit. I'm staying. I'm not leaving. And I, I'm finishing my my thing, my my American field service. And I went to church like six days a week. I learned how to pray and fast. They gave me a Bible, but I had d- dyslexia. I couldn't read it. They said, don't worry. We'll give you tapes. Back that tells you how old I am. We'll give you tapes. <laughs> they give me Testament tapes, like in this little book. They weren't even upset. I said, I can't read. I don't want anyone to know, but I can't read. I have dyslexia, but I could memorize. So I still could pass classes, you know? But anyway, they, they handed, I wore out several sets. A really cool thing in my beginning, this is how I got into ministry. I fell in love with Jesus. I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I learned how to live in the word, like, uh, right here, just in this area, I've got like Bibles, all kinds of Bibles, different translations, different um, languages. I just love the word. And um, they just, they, sorry, that's Mimi jumping up. Um, so I'm just like in the word without being able to read it, just listening. They said, you need to fast. So I'm like, okay, I'll fast. And, and, uh, glory just fell on me on the fifth day of a fast this is what happened to me fifth day of a fast 
I'm I'm in this little double wide kind of looking kind of like a double wide ride trailer church, and I'm like on my knees worshiping the Lord, and whoa, my arms were lifted. I'm just I'm loving on Jesus, and then I couldn't hear the preacher, and they're loud. They're loud preachers. They like to yell. They had two pianos in that tiny church. <laughs> oh, they've got you know tambourines and two pianos, and they're screamers. And uh, suddenly, I can't hear them. And the glory, the glory, the only thing, the only way I can describe to you guys is glory of the Lord fell on me, mm. and I. I was on my knees with my hands lifted and suddenly I can't hear anything, but, but I hear for the only time in my entire life, the external audible voice of God, mm-hmm. external audible voice of God. I've heard the external audible voice of God one time in my life. I've heard the voice of God many, many times, but external audible voice of God. He said, you're called to be a minister and a missionary, to go to Africa, Asia, England. You're called to marry me. Mm. Jesus kissed my left hand. Oil ran down my arm. Wow. All of us are called to marry Jesus. It's not, you know, we're all, every single believer is called to marry Jesus. You mm. understand? But I, I didn't understand because I, I didn't know. The, I didn't understand. And I'm just... They told me that I didn't twitch my finger. I didn't move in any way for three hours. Wow. After three hours, the glory starts lifting, and I I collapsed there on the floor, and I started laughing and laughing and laughing, Not, not out of disbelief. It was this joy. It was so much joy. I can remember it as if it were yesterday. Joy unspeakable and full of glory, just filling me and filling me and filling me. I'm just laughing. And then I'm I'm speaking in in the spirit. I can't speak in English. The pastor, whose name was Brother Roar, we called him Brother Roar. He was at the very back. All the whole church had already gone home. And he said, you just had an experience with God. Wow. And... That was um, 44 years ago. Wow. And I have been preaching the gospel ever since. I woke up the next morning. I stood on a street corner preaching the gospel. Nobody invited me to churches. I never thought I'd be invited to a church. It was never my goal. I just went to the streets. I went to the old folks' homes. I went to the drug dens. I just like shared Jesus everywhere. You can't stop me. Not, not during a coronavirus. You can't stop me. I'm out in the villages every day. I'm loving being home, not traveling. I'm out. You can only have 10 at a time. So I share with 10. Then I share with another 10. Then I share with another 10. Leading people to Jesus every day. Why? Because I'm in love. And you can't stop me. I'm in love. So that's my long story short. Love that, Heidi. I love. I love too. Like you say in one of your books, how like God is not looking for extraordinary people, but for Mm. laid down lovers of Jesus. And I, 
it's like you have been one of my heroes for so long. I have a huge missions heart and, you know, have done missions for so long. And I think of that all the time. Mm. Like God doesn't need me to be anything extraordinary. He just needs me to be in love with him. Mm. And when I'm in love with him, I get to manifest his heart mm. here on earth and I get to, you know, carry mm. his DNA and you do that so extraordinarily. Mm. Um, and one of my questions for you is, you know, being in a country with like so much need, you talk about stopping for the one and meeting the needs of the one. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you find that you follow the heart of Jesus rather than being compelled by the desperation or need of the people mm-hmm. that you serve there in Mozambique? Um, sometimes we make mistakes, but we're like pursuing a relationship with mm-hmm. God is one, but he represents himself as a trying God. God the Father, God the Son, God Holy Spirit, three in one. And the time you guys look really close, you spend time together, his ways. You also spend time in the, you've got it uh, in the old fashioned, uh, you know, you've got it on your computer, you've got it on your iPad, you've got audio, you've got all kinds. You've got to spend time in the Word. You learn the voice. Mm-hmm. of the Lord and you learn is through the word. And um today, like you know, we we're we have a lot going on here. We've got uh radical insurgents from another faith terrorist, our country shut down with with um COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. even though we don't have a lot of cases, we still closed mm-hmm. everything. Food insecurity, we've got poor the poor everywhere. You know, I spent the whole day yesterday, half the day today with a man named Filizardo who was crucified Mm. by this group of malfactors, these radical people of another faith, literally crucified him, stuck nails to his legs, uh, put barbed wire around his neck, set him on fire, put his arms out. They ran out of nails, so they tied his arms. They thought he was dead. And he he made it. He wow. somebody able once they left, they really thought he was dead. Somebody got him and they took him down. And so you say, Well, how do you like how do you hear Holy Spirit? God, God Himself, the living God, brought Elizardo to me. And then the Holy Spirit very clearly said, I want you not only do I want you to stop from, I want you to to give him a home and I'm like God I can't create a home in one day what am I oh what am I gonna do and it's like so simple just rent a house mm. so I start reaching out to my brothers I'm like everybody go look for a house that we can mm-hmm. rent and Holy Spirit this is the beautiful thing about Holy Spirit not only did he speak to me but he said he spoke to all my brothers that were with me Hear the voice of God in each one. Uh, it's just so powerful. Each one, and, and we prayed for him, listened to him. One uh, bro- pastor brother found a house, and and then another one uh, helped with the bed. And ah, oh, the electricity went on. Amazing! We got a fan. Woo-hoo. Amazing! Oh, it was just. Learning, you know, learning to work with your brothers and sisters, learning the language of Holy Spirit, staying forced in the word. 
I've walked with him now 44 years. And so I, I actually follow his voice more and more. I'm becoming more there because I spend time in presence on, and I love on him. time with my sisters and I learned from them. And yes. And I have boundaries. So Holy Spirit will teach you every day. Amen. Um, he'll teach you what to do. I love that. Heidi, what advice, really quick, I want to honor your time. What advice do you have just for our generation to fulfill the Great Commission as stated in scripture? Fruitfulness flows from intimacy. Mm-hmm. All fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. Wow. Every that fruit flows out of your connection with Jesus, your connection to John 15. Mm-hmm. All things you can ask for anything, and I will bless you in. Um, just connect, you, you know, out of our movement, you all understand whose you are, your, your daughters, your two beautiful daughters here, loved by the Father, you're saved by the blood of Jesus, mercy and grace has touched you, you're filled with Holy Spirit. Now, how do you reach the world? You stay in that place of intimacy. And never forget the poor. No matter how much you want to build, no matter how many people you're going to influence, never forget the poor. I want to remind your generation to stay, to read through the whole Old Testament to the New Testament, back through the Old. Yield your little life to God every day. Just wake up and welcome Holy Spirit. God's going to use you and you're just going to look around and fruit's going to be everywhere. It comes from your intimate relationship with God, the Father, God, the Son, God, Holy Spirit, three in one. Yes. Cling to them and remember that all that you have for everybody, anywhere, it flows from the love on you. He says, you love because I first loved you. Amen. So let him love you, like spend time just letting, letting daddy just lavish. Don't be in a hurry. Over. So good. Heidi, thank you. thank you so much. Thank you. I thank you so much. Maybe when it all comes down around here, maybe you'll come and see us in Mozambique. We would love, love to come to Mozambique. Hey, Heidi, what is what is one of your greatest needs right now? I know like in so many countries, the borders are shut and things are not coming and all that stuff. Like if there was, like, what would you say your greatest need is that people could partner mm-hmm. with what you're doing just during this time? Right now, we, we need the miracle of peace. Mm-hmm. We need shalom. Um a lot of people don't know what's going on in northern Mozambique. Be really good for some of you that are interested to check out the news. Um, some things we can't share. It's very downplayed, but a lot of people are dying. A lot of villages are being burned. We need we need um, shalom. We need supernatural peace in our country. Yeah. And um, we're taking care of a lot of displaced people. So audio Bibles and food. Audio Bibles and food are super important because it's spiritual food. It's like we, we take communion every day. And I imagine you did too. Like we love communion. 
Yeah. We want to feed people spiritually and physically. And so, yeah, just um, let the world know what's going on in Northern Mozambique. That's important because I feel like um, it's important to know. And yeah. then people will pray and, and just believe for supernatural peace. Yeah. And food, there's like food securities really, yeah, it's wild. But we, we're just, we're full of faith. And um, thank you for asking that question. That's awesome. How about yourself? How can I pray for you? We would love prayer for um, everybody here and just um, the Radiant Initiative and reaching people with the kingdom and the Holy Spirit, exactly as you said. I think just greater levels of intimacy is always my is always my prayer. It's like, man, God, I want to have a deeper level of intimacy with you that I hear you mm -hmm. at your most faintest whisper and that, you know, that we just, that I just continue to be led step by step by the, by the Holy Spirit into exactly where he has me. But Heidi, you really are, I, we're so thankful for you taking this time. We want to honor your time. I know you have other things. Lord, we thank you for the radiant initiative. We are the light of the world. And Lord, you said if we walk with you, you would, you would just like use us like shining stars in the universe. Lord, I thank you for the radiance of your love. That you're going to flow through through McKinsey. You're going to flow through Brittany. You're going to flow through all of those, Lord, that are just a part of, of their movement, Lord God. And your light is going to burst forth, Lord, through them. We thank you that a city on a hill cannot be hidden. I thank you that as they walk around, Lord, even if they only can see one person out there, God, that their light would be your light, that you would shine, Lord Jesus, in and through that God, that no one would deny the beauty of Jesus in and through their little lives laid at your feet. Oh, God, just bless them. And fill them, Jesus. Just be a win. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Oh, wow. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Yes. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heidi. Heidi, we love you so yes. much. Pray the richest blessings of the Lord over you and Iris Global and everything that the Lord's doing. God, we just thank you for Heidi's life, mm. God, that she that she testifies to a generation what it looks like to be a laid down lover of Jesus, God. And I just thank you for the way that she carries your Holy Spirit, the way that she carries your presence, God, the way that she walks in power and authority and boldness and confidence, God. So we thank you for the signs and the miracles that follow her. Thank you. We pray for an and over Iris Global, God, over Heidi Baker's ministry, over Roland, God, over their family. God, we just pray a hedge of protection. We thank you for the shalom of heaven that is invading even now, God. We thank you that your shalom is perfect and complete wholeness that lacks nothing at all, God. And so we speak the shalom of heaven to invade Mozambique, mm. God. We thank you for mm. Heidi's life, God. We thank you for this opportunity to speak with her, God. I thank you for just the impartation that just happened, God, and just the way that we can feel your Holy Spirit, even mm. through a Skype call, God, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit, God. I thank mm. you for Heidi's life. 
Lord, and we just thank you that there's so much more to come, that greater things are yet to come, greater things are still to be done through Heidi's life, God. And we just mm. we just bless you, Heidi, mm. in Jesus' name. Mm. We speak the shalom of heaven over you, Heidi, and love you. And we just pray for increase, increase, favor, and abundance over everything in your life. Thank yes. you for being such a good steward. Thanks for tuning in. Wow, wasn't Heidi so powerful? Be sure to check out her website at irisglobal.org. And we're so excited y'all joined us today. Be sure to stay tuned for our next episode of Rising Radiant.